What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. When you're a woman and you're manifesting, it's really interesting to use orange energy and orange frequency, which resonates with the energy of the womb because that's where we create. Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. I'm your host, Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. Today on the show, we have Wala, a color therapist, founder of Colorways, and author of the book, Heal Yourself with Color. Wala, who's from Kuwait and now lives in Barcelona, is dedicated to using color energy to help us understand ourselves better and what we need to thrive and grow. Through her one-on-one color code activation sessions, she helps people understand the vibration of color and their emotional connection to it, including how their subconscious relates to it. She shares that we can use color to our benefit, to understand ourselves better and create better environments for ourselves. In addition to her one-on-one mentoring work, her background in interior design enables her to help people with their spaces as well. As she says, our homes have a frequency that we're constantly conversing with, and colors help us know which parts of our homes need boosting to support our well-being and energy. She shows people how to use color frequencies to help them balance and release, enabling them to have more space to bring in all the things they want. So, let's welcome our guest, Voila. You are all about color. You're a color specialist, color therapist. Mm-hmm. Color therapist, yeah. Yes. For people who are listening and might not know what that means, can you give us a description about this? Okay. So what I do is I help people understand how the vibration of color, how our connection, emotional connection to color, and how our subconscious responds to color and what it tells us about it. So when we understand that, we're able to understand ourselves better, 
create better environments for ourselves and use color to our benefit to elevate ourselves, to release different traumas, to release different blocks. So this is what I do. I love it. And have you always had a love for color? Has this always been a thing for you? Yeah, I I remember when I was younger, I used to always argue with my mom about like the interior colors and everything. And this is why she kind of decided, okay, you're going to be an interior designer because of your love for color. And then it all evolved and turned into something that I like to think of as deeper and less commercial and more holistic. So you and your mom were having this color, would you call it a battle, uh, just sort of color issues together? Um, not only color issues, but yeah, yeah. yeah mainly. <laughs> because color issues tell you a lot of different stories about different things. Yeah. So what was that about? Was your mom choosing colors in your home that weren't resonating with you? Oh, yeah. So... I remember, but this one, she had a point, but I remember I wanted my room to be completely red. Okay. And she was like, yeah, 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 she agreed. And then I came back from school and my my room was olive green. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. And then you made the living room yellow. What is up with this? Yeah. And, and then she was like, yeah, but if I make it red, you won't be able to sleep. And um, she was right. Now that I'm a color therapist, she had a point with the red. But when I was younger, I really resonated with red because in my color chart, it is my challenge color. So this is something that I do for people, which is something called color archetypes. The quiz, there's a free quiz on my website where people can explore what energy frequency they came in here with, what energy frequency challenges them. And when you bring your challenge color into your space, it brings the challenges in your life at your forefront. And then something to work on, I guess, if you're staring at this color and that energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you'll be in challenge mode all the time. Oh, my gosh. Is that good? Do we want that? It really depends on your challenge color and where you are in life. Yeah. So if your challenge color is red, so it's all about physical energy and movement and taking leadership of your life and taking your space in your life. But if your challenge color is blue, then maybe it could work around you if you're putting it in a bedroom. But then when, if your challenge color is blue, it's really about less movement, less control, and just allowing the wind, like sailing with the winds kind of thing and allowing more faith and trust. Yeah. So it just really depends. So it's a challenge color, but it's a color that can lead us to growth. So when you when I'm looking at a color chart, you we're all born in a cer- with a cer- certain color frequency that holds our light aspect and our shadow aspect of our essence of mm. who we are. Mm. And then we're also the month we were born represents the challenges we came here to develop this personality that we came here with and this soul that we came here with, why did it come? It came to be challenged with, like I told you with mine, it's about leadership and taking control of my life and having strong boundaries. So when you have this, it's really important to, to also love your challenge color, to make peace with the challenge color. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I do want to get back to the color archetypes, but first, where did you grow up? I grew up in Kuwait. Okay. I'm from Kuwait originally. You're from Kuwait. You live in Barcelona now. Mm-hmm. 
And you said your mom knew not to paint your bedroom red because she said you won't be able to sleep. How did your mom know this stuff? My mom was really good with these things. My mom is the type of woman that understood a lot of different things. She dabbled in different things, and she really believed in psychology, colors, and their effects on us. She did. That's so fascinating. She did. Mm -hmm. Even though she was not an artist. (laughs) And then what brought you to Barcelona from Kuwait? It just happened, you know. I lived in Kuwait until I was 17. Mm. And then I moved to Qatar Mm. to study interior design at Virginia Commonwealth campus there. And then after that, I lived in Japan for two years. And then I came back to Qatar. And then during that time, I always wanted to leave the Middle East. I always wanted... I wanted to explore the West. I wanted to to find my home and my in a place where I can be my identity and who I am and who I truly believe to that I wanted to be in a place that felt what I wanted was normal. And then just the Barcelona thing just came about, and um, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful transition. Yeah, I love that you brought up your identity with home because that's something we talk a lot about on this podcast, how so many of us are setting up our homes that reflect our identities. So whether it's through color or design, decor, or it could be candles, crystals, it's all of the things that make us feel good in our space. And so you weren't feeling home like in Kuwait or Qatar. Did you did you just like have this feeling from the get-go, just this pull to move towards the West? Yes. Yeah, I remember when I was 10, I used to tell my mom, I'm going to go live somewhere far, far away from here because this place doesn't resonate with me. And it's because it's a culture that's very closed off, especially towards women. And I like to challenge the status quo there because I just felt that box didn't work for me as a woman. I didn't think that should be an obstacle to follow my dreams, an obstacle to fall in love, an obstacle to to do the things that I believed were normal, but culturally they were not accepted. So you went on to study interior design, and then interior design moved into working with color for you. Yes. I always felt like interior design, where I, how I studied it, was very commercial and just about making things look pretty. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt like I wanted something deeper. I wanted to help people change their lives. Mm. I wanted to show people that they have power. I wanted to help women feel empowered. And color helped me feel empowered because when I was in Japan, I used to always be in dark colors and blacks. And no matter how much I tried to buy colorful things, I couldn't wear them personally. Mm. And then when I started studying color, I understood that it was because I didn't want to be seen. Mm. I was too afraid to express myself. And that got me into a journey of opening my heart to to myself and learning to accept myself and looking at my shadow aspect, looking at myself without without the boundaries and the things that the culture put on me and without the dreams of my mother and people around me. Yeah. The dreams of your mother, she was saying that she thought you could be an interior designer. My mom had it all planned. Yeah. My mom wanted me to study interior design so yeah. I could plan weddings and do weddings because she was like, it's a business that never runs out. <sighs> it's a business that is always there yeah. and it's really profitable. Right. And the thing is that I love event planning and I love all these things, but I also love making a 
difference yeah. and I, I really need a meaning for my work. Yeah. Like I wanted my work to connect with the way I wanted to live. I love it. And so you've gone on to create Colorways and you've written a mm -hmm. book, um, Heal Yourself with Color. Yes. And so you work mostly with women, would you say? Yes. I love working with women. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that I don't work with men. The men I've worked with have been really hardworking, really focused. It was quite interesting to see the difference. Yeah. And I do a lot of emotional work with people and stuff. And and the, the men who came to work with me were quite extraordinary by like wanting to actually face their emotions and face their shadow. It was really incredible. But there's something special about working with women because I truly believe if, if you want to change society, you start with with the mothers, with the women, with the, the people who make society what it is. Mm. And so thinking about color in our homes, you work with women and some men on discovering the colors that support them and challenge them. And so then how they can have growth through this. Is that right? So this is more focused on when I do the mentoring one-on-one -on -one work. Yes. But when we're working on creating a color scheme for a home, you have to really look at the whole house. You have to look at every room. Okay. And what is the intention that these people want for each room? And what are the struggles this person has in their house, in their relationships? And I remember one of our um, one of our professors in school, and this story really resonated with me. It, he said he had a couple that were his clients, and they could not agree on anything. And then he told them, "Okay, listen, I'm going to redecorate your bedroom for you, and that's going to be my gift to you. And then after a while, after I do this, we're going to come back and work again on the rest of the project." And then he was like, when I reorganized their room and changed the interior of the room, their relationship changed. Wow. And I really, really believe. And he was like, yeah. And then we were able to work on the rest of the project. And I know you know, because our homes and our spaces do so much. They either support us or hinder us. They either bring out the best in us or the worst in us. Because our home is a frequency that we're constantly, always conversing with yes and one of the main things i do like when i when i moved to this home i was like touching the walls and i was like okay so what do you want this home like home what do you want to be how do you want to feel how do you want us to experience you and this is one of the this is one of the things that i do when i'm working with my interior design clients i love that so is this something that people can do on their own, you work with them, they can go into their homes. I mean, what if somebody's like, I don't know how to trust what I'm hearing or what I'm feeling, or how do you tap into what the home is telling you? It's always very interesting because it's like, when you do that, when you have that touch, you know, there's a knowing. Mm. We all know. And I work with people, do meditations and visualizations and all of this to help them trust in what they know that this home wants. And I put it in the questionnaire. And then when we revisit this, they're like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's this. And then we do it together. And then they're like, oh, it is what I knew. We always know because our homes also pick us. That's so sweet. I love that idea. Now, I know each person is different. Are there colors, though, that you kind of feel like across the board are helpful to have, like, say, in the kitchen or in the living room or the bedroom and so forth? 
I don't know if it's to have, but it's easier to say the ones that you shouldn't. <laughs> oh, okay, go. Yeah. Do not have these. So for bedrooms, yes. the bedrooms, if you put yellow in your bedroom, oh my God, there's no way you'll be able to sleep. Okay. Like I had a client I remember very clearly and her bedroom was yellow. And every time we spoke, I'm like, listen, girl, this needs to change. And then she went and changed it to like pink. She had a pink theme. And she started sleeping better and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. When you're when you're in, in your bedroom, you need a color that is like yin, like in feng shui. What's the function of your of your bedroom? It's to calm you down, to bring you peace. And yellow is a color that stimulates your mind. So you want it more in your office versus in your bedroom. Mm. Red also in your bedroom. Yeah, yes, okay. <laughs> but there are some deep reds that you can use okay. as well. Okay. Like it's also like the depth of the color because the darker the color, the more inwards it takes you. Yeah. But for me, there's no rules with color because there's not only one yellow. There's like thousands. <laughs> so true. And same with whites. Just look at one pink color line and there are just hundreds of whites. I use Benjamin Moore because I just okay. love them. And the white palette is just like the fan of the white. It's like so many whites. You're like, oh my God, I didn't know there was this many whites. Yeah. So there's like 3,700 colors in the Benjamin Moore color palette, and that's just paint. Oh my gosh. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So what is your five-modality system? Can you talk a little bit about that? So the five modality system, I mainly use it with people in mentoring sessions. Mm -hmm. And this is more about working on yourself, not only from a subconscious place. You work on it from physical, when you're releasing and when you're bringing in, you're working mental patterns, physical patterns, physical blocks, emotional blocks. And I use different things, visualizations to tap into subconscious and mind, and then lots of breathing and body movement and sound and color frequency. And I just like bring them all mm. together in the different sessions, mm. um, depending on the person and what they need. Yeah. So this is in a nutshell kind of. Yeah. 
When you moved to your home, where you are right now in Barcelona, what was important to you in setting up your space? I'm assuming choosing colors. Yes. <laughs> yes, but choosing colors. But the funny thing is the house is wood and it's all wood. It's like a cabin. So it's been a very interesting journey that we're still on working out how are we going to bring in colors. So I couldn't bring it as much as I I could with walls because I love doing it with walls all the time. Mm. But what I ended up doing is creating a neutral palette because we have a lot of green coming in. And then I was able to, because I like to play around with colors and change them constantly. Mm. So I play around with them using flowers and using cushions and using all these small things. So I ended up creating a neutral palette most places. I use a lot of black as well mm. as like a line to create a bit of a mental cut to the rigidness of the wood and the groundedness of the wood and the brownness, you know. And I was able to understand that I needed to change the color frequency constantly. I love using flowers to bring in the frequency. So for example, if I'm working on manifesting a few things, I'll be bringing in colors that will help with manifestation. Yeah. If I want to bring in more peace um, during this time, because it's chaotic for everybody, I'd bring in white flowers, um, I bring in bluish, greenish flowers. So it's just things that I just play around. So I created a palette that was mostly for for me and for us to play around with. And in my office, I kept it kind of white and I'm still, I'm still working on it because I know I want blue. <laughs> yeah. So you take your time then to see what you want to bring in. I've learned that the hard way because I used to like move into a place. I'm like, okay, I need this, 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 and I have to finish it now. But now I'm learning to take my time in taking room by room, seeing how we're all playing, how we're moving around in it. What do we really need from it? And how are we using the spaces? Yeah. So I can make it work for all three of us. Yes. You mentioned you bring in certain flowers mm -hmm. with colors that are for manifestation. I have to know what these colors are. <laughs> So when you're a woman and you're manifesting, it's really interesting to use orange energy mm. and orange frequency, which resonates with the energy of the womb, mm -hmm. because that's where we create. So even when I'm doing manifestation workshops and circles, what I do is I help women work through creating in their womb and then taking it up. So first we use the orange to bring that in and then allowing it and releasing it using a magenta. So I like to combine these two for manifestation. Oh, I like this. So you mentioned that you like to change out the frequency of the colors. Is this just depending on your mood? Is it like each month you feel a new color? Is it each day or week you feel the energy of time that helps you choose the colors that you want? It's kind of a combination. So Sometimes because both me and my fiance, we work, you know, our own projects mm -hmm. and sometimes things are chaotic. So I need to bring the house needs to bring in more peace, more groundedness. So I use the colors to bring in more groundedness, more peace. But sometimes, you know, we're excited. We want to be more social and more outgoing and stuff like that. And this is what we intend to do during this time because last month was like so slow or or so crazy that we want to focus on ourselves. So I bring in the colors for that. Yeah. And yeah, my florist goes crazy. Just drive her crazy. I want this. I want this. Get me all this, all this, all this by Friday. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Now that, you know, like so many more people are at home now working. Our kids were at home for a long time with school. At the time, did you say to people that you were working with, bring in these colors to help out? Do you feel like that now? Or again, is it just depending on the person and their own circumstances? I feel like during that time, what happened was people actually began to have a relationship with their houses and their homes. Some people even didn't realize that they really hated their homes Mm. and others just couldn't sit. And it was an interesting conversation of why do you feel this way in your home and how can you change that in your home? And I always tell people, explore different colors. Explore colors that um, you never thought you'd put around, but they're really nice that when you look at them, you feel good. Mm, I like that. Because we always know from a feelings place what we need Yeah. in terms of color. Color is a relationship that's so individual and it's just this is why I wrote the book with an intention of helping people find their relationship with color versus me telling them what is your relationship with color Mm. I wanted them to see I wrote stories about my relationship with green and how that helped me open become more vulnerable and accept vulnerability and the journey that green took me on because I used to hate it I couldn't stand it and then the orange and how you can work with that. So look at the color that when you look at it, it makes you feel good. And that's what you should have in your home. Something that you look at me like, oh, that color is gorgeous. And for me, there is a certain blue Yeah. that when I see it, I'm like, oh, just like one of these dark, deep blues. It just really helps me. When I see it anywhere, I'm like, oh, I love this place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice. When you're at home... Thinking of your own space, do you have rituals or routines that you do daily to help set up your day, your energy? Last year, I decided to just come up to live in the mountains. And I've just been so lucky because we have this beautiful green space that I wake up every morning. I make sure that I go out and say hello to the trees and ground myself and have my cup of coffee while walking, listening to the birds. And it just really helps me start my day properly. Mm. And then I meditate and go into what I like to call my sacred temple. And I just download different things and ideas and, and have like, okay, what intentions? And then I go by by my day and I use selenite a lot I love the energy of selenite the crystal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah why do you like that one it just feels really good when I hold it and meditate with it yeah have it everywhere (laughs) all over the house (laughs) this one's one of my favorites like I'll just hold it I love smoky quartz as well but for my meditations I find at the moment at this point in time selenite is one of the best ones. Because also when you're working with people, you constantly need to cleanse and you constantly need to clear or else you'll pick up things that you don't realize you've picked up, whether you're a healer or you're just working with customers. And I feel like I having this selenite helps me clear all the time and it just really helps me also be you know, a, a clear channel for people. Yeah. So is that how you clear your energy after working with people? Do you hold the selenite? Do you use a smudge stick one of the things that um i've recently learned 
which is really interesting, was just to activate the chakras in your hands mm. and then placing them on your belly and asking the chakras to clear anything that is, doesn't belong to you through a golden veil and just for it to return to its owner. Yeah. But clean and clear. Yeah. And you just sit there and just wait. And it's really interesting how your body starts responding and, and yawning and just releasing different things. And you can just really feel it. But you have to just sit and wait and give your body time to do it. How do you activate the chakras in your hand? You just tell them. Oh. Because we have so much power. Some people will tell them with words. Some people will tell them by just intending yeah. or visualizing them. I like to visualize them as gold balls or just yeah gold circles and i'll just put them in my body because gold is yeah. a really good high frequency so do you call yourself a channeler as well yeah recently i've made peace <laughs> with calling myself a channel mm. so you're tuning in to people's energies and their their guides would you say their spirit guides yeah, whenever you tune into anybody's energy, you're tuning into the whole thing. Mm. You're tuning into your their whole frequency. But it also depends on how open they are to their guides, how mm. open they are to this. And you will only be able to give as much as they can or they, as much as they're open to receive. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's the same as you were saying when you go into a home, you're tapping into the energy of the home, the, the home spirit. Yeah, totally. I love thinking that our homes have their own energy and their spirit and they— call us to them as you said yeah it's a very known thing when you're looking at like house numbers numerologists will tell you your house picked you you didn't pick it oh my god that's so neat is that how you feel about your place that you're living in oh yes <laughs> but for me it's the trees that picked me i'm constantly conversing with the trees i'm like hello trees good morning <laughs> good night there's a lot of trees around you yeah a lot but there's like three four main ones that are very close to the house and um and their spirits and their and their energy and their frequency is quite dominant ah. and i have them facing my office now and it's just so beautiful that's so beautiful so one thing that we ask people being that our podcast is called being home with hunker what does being home mean to you Oof. so many things but Mm, being home, it means the place where I can be completely myself. I can be crazy and jump around, but also calm and chill at the same time. I can dance and let go and look however I want and sit however I want. And it's just this place that allows me that freedom that feels really safe and grounding. Mm, that sounds beautiful. Well, voila, thank you so much for talking with me. Oh, no, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We'll send people your way, and I'm going to dig into my own color. I'm actually going to do your quiz. Yes, yes, do it, do it. I'm curious. Me too. I'm very curious. And do tell me which color archetype are you. I will. I definitely will. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. To learn more about voila, check her out on Instagram at voila.colorway. That's Walla spelled W-A-L-A-A. Or visit Walla's website at color-ways.com where you can find your color archetype, learn more about her one-on-one -on -one color code activation sessions, or join her 10-day self-paced guided spirit cleanse. Oh, and if you're curious, I took her quiz and my color archetype is orange and my challenge color is gold. 
When I told Voila, she said that this is all about moving into deep wisdom through my intuition. While maybe this is a sign for me to work more with the color gold, I do find it fascinating that I have a lot of orange accents in my home. Visit me on Instagram at lori.gunning.grossman and I'll post some pics. Also, be sure to visit our show notes for direct links where you can discover everything that's going on with Voila and where you can discover other episodes we think you might like based on this conversation, such as my chat with channeler and psychic medium Natalie Miles or feng shui expert Christina Hollinger. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, Senior Designer Maury Men, and Director of Audience Development Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. <laughs>